You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. I love always being able to challenge myself. And I think like there's no such thing as been very few like perfect displays or like someone's been like wholly happy with every single aspect of their race and I think that's like that's why it stays interesting is because you're always looking to like perfect something and obviously because it's three sports it's like okay maybe you nailed the bike and run but oh oh no my swim was terrible and you're back to the pool and like doing extra k's and I think that's kind of like to, to me it's like a very personal like challenging of myself. That was Imogen Simmons. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I'm syncing up with world-famous Swiss pro triathlete, Imogen Simmons. We sync up about when she got into the sport, what some of her favorite spots are to race, and what she loves so much about triathlon. We also talk about her super fabulous Canyon bike. And since this conversation is a series we are doing with Canyon athletes, we do a deep dive into her bike and what she likes about having Canyon as a sponsor. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to wherever you get your podcasts on Apple. Click on Marnie on the Move. Click on the five stars and click on leave a review. Tell us what you love. Now, also on Spotify, you can leave us five stars and you can answer the question that we ask once you listen to the podcast. Last up, don't forget to share this episode on your social channels, in your stories, on your feed on LinkedIn, TikTok, wherever you like to get social. Now, on to my conversation with Imogen. How did you get into triathlon? I was studying at university and I got really, I kind of just got a bit bored. So I started, I was working a summer job and I was just kind of like eight till eight in the office. And I was just like, oh, I need a bit more. I need something else. And there was like no time in the day. So I just kind of started running to or from the office um so I was doing a summer job in Hong Kong and got into the running and when I went back to university for my last year of my bachelor's I was like oh I quite like the running and I'd been playing lacrosse quite seriously um which I really enjoyed and I enjoyed the team aspect but like I didn't feel like I was being like physically pushed or challenged so I was like oh okay I'll kind of see if I can do both and met a few people who also did triathlon and started swimming again and I'd swum when I was a kid so I was like a bit blessed to have had a few years of going up and down a pool in my arms. Where are you from? A bit everywhere. I was born in Hong Kong, lived there for almost nine years then moved to Switzerland and 
I've lived there ever since, but I went, I studied a lot in the UK. So you were in Hong Kong doing your studies? Uh, when I was a kid, yeah, like until I was nine. And then did a few years at school in a French school in okay. Geneva. And then I went to boarding school in the UK. Do you, what were you, what were you studying for in like your university? University I studied, I did a bachelor's in geology and then a master's in environmental technology and business. So what were you going to do like in your career then switched gears to triathlon? Did you like have a plan? Oh, I was like fully fledged going into environmental consultancy. Like I had like an internship, right? I was like fully lined up to do that. And then in my last few months at, it was like during my thesis, I think I was just a bit like, actually, I don't really want to be just sat in front of a computer screen all day. And I'm really enjoying the triathlon. I know what I'll take like a year and just do something a bit different and I'll apply to jobs. And I applied to jobs, but I didn't really go through with any of them. So you started doing triathlon in like 2014, right? Yeah. And then I finished uni in 2015. Okay. And then, so what was the sort of like tipping point or moment where you went from age grouper or elite athlete to pro? Uh, I did Malulabar 70.3 Wild Tramps mm-hmm. and I um, I won my age group and I was like first or second woman, a, a, amateur woman and I was like, okay, because I'd been racing, racing like a fair amount in Asia and I wasn't being particularly talented. I was like more... Even though I started as an age grouper, I was like kind of looking more at the pro women like okay. and seeing where I ranked amongst them. And then I was like, oh, I actually probably can race amongst them now. Um, and then I was like, OK, I'll apply to my license for my license. And the UK didn't want to give it to me, but Switzerland took me on. So thank you, Switzerland. <laughs> That's so weird. What What's the process for that? I've got both nationalities so I can kind of choose. And at the time, I had been racing as an age grouper for the UK. Um, but the UK are like soup. They they had some ridiculous like 10% rule. And I didn't meet it because in that race, like, I mean, the pros started two and a bit hours before us. Like, it was a completely different race, completely different conditions. They had yeah. a flat, flattish sea. We had like massively choppy. Um so it was just like, they, but they were like set on comparing the two races as if they were the same. Mm-hmm. And Switzerland were like, oh, you weren't quite within it. Um, but like you show a lot of promise and we'll, like you're only like mildly out of it. So, yes, we'll take you on. That's awesome. And so now you're still representing Switzerland. Very proudly. Yes. Awesome. So I got my Swiss yeah. nationality in the meantime. And yeah, I'm on their long distance triathlon team so like supported and stuff so they supported my people do you have a favorite race that you've done over the years like your like favorite spot to race yeah I'd say there are like a few races but it's hard to be swayed by like the actual race and then your result in it yeah Um, no not your result (laughs) just like the experience or the maybe the terrain yeah yeah um I really liked Ironman 70.3 Luxembourg uh that was a really cool race I thought uh it's like a swim in the river and then and then the bike is like really cool along the river and then into the into like the hills in Luxembourg and you kind of go into France and Germany and then Luxembourg so it's quite cool and then that one uh I really like the challenge race in Mallorca uh which is on the west side of the island it's a beautiful course 
and the other one that I love is it's not even a brand well a branded race it's um it's uh Laguna Phuket triathlon so I trained a fair amount in Phuket and that was like our home race and I love that race it was really cool we were actually gonna do that in 2015 I don't know when I first started doing triathlon it was like a challenge race at one point. I don't even know the brands. It's been like a bunch of different comp- brands, right? So there were two races there, actually. There was like the, there was a 70.3 there as well. And before that, there was a challenge. And before that, maybe it was, a, no, it was never 70.3 before that. But there's always been, but that's actually stopped. And now there is the Laguna Phuket Triathlon and that has stayed. The whole way through. I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure the swim is amazing. It's a really cool swim. You go like you start in the sea and then you have to like get out of the sea, run over the sandbank, and then you swim in like a lagoon. That's cool. Yeah, that was the race or some version of that that we were gonna do. It's really fun. Those are beautiful places. So, what's your first? What's your first race this season? So my first race this season is I'm going straight in to do the championship. Uh, Samarin race challenge championship so I've never been to Samarin I've been to Slovakia on holiday but I've never been to Samarin and it sounds super cool so I think it'll be quite a fun race course do you have any U.S. races lined up yeah so for both the the races in the U.S. that I want to do this year I haven't qualified for either of them so okay. it's kind of like results pending okay so yeah so when is the when is the race that you're doing so I'm doing challenge, the challenge championship is on the 21st of May. And then after that, I'm looking to return to full distance racing this year because I had a hip injury last year and had surgery on it. So I haven't like had the miles to do a full Ironman distance. So I'm looking at going back to full distance this year. And so you're going to try to qualify for Kona. Yes. That is the goal. That is goal. one of the goals. <laughs> one of many goals. <laughs> what are some of your goals besides, you know, placing first and winning Kona and some of the more obvious goals? Like what are some goals for you as an athlete that aren't your typical goals? I feel like a lot of the goals, like I feel like recently I've achieved a lot of goals that I didn't even realize were goals, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I've become a lot more at peace with a lot of things around me and like I didn't even realize I needed to do that or like to become that way and I think that has made me a lot more relaxed about everything about training about that obviously I want to do well and I I push myself hard in training but it's made me a lot more like okay doesn't matter and just like focused on myself I feel like that comes with years of training, right? It's like maybe that was maybe that's because I turned 30. Maybe oh, that's why. Definitely, <laughs> that's definitely why. Seriously? It's like you get a letter no. from the universe and it's like, chill out. Everything's gonna Fair be enough. okay. <laughs> I got that letter. Um. <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out to our sponsors at Cured. Cured Nutrition is Colorado's premium provider of cannabinoid functional mushroom, and adaptogen products. We all know that a complete night of sleep is essential when we're working towards optimizing our wellness and general well-being. Cured's Sleep Bundle, which combines their best-selling Zen and most potent CBN, 
is the answer to guaranteeing you get that full night of sleep every night. Zen is a blend of functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and full-spectrum cannabinoids. The CBN extract is a lesser-known cannabinoid found in the hemp plant. These supplements were designed to support the two most critical stages of your body's natural sleep cycle, REM sleep and non-REM deep sleep. Cured's raw CBN oil contains 30 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of CBN. Together, the CBD and CBN create a synergistic whole body effect. When it starts to kick in, you'll notice every inch of your body soften into a deeper state of relaxation. Once you're asleep, Zen is there to ensure that your body is successfully cycling out of non-REM deep sleep into REM and then back again. Some people can't fall asleep, others can't stay asleep. And then there are those that fall asleep and stay asleep, but still struggle to spend enough time in each sleep stage. No matter what it is keeping you from true rest and restoration, this sleep bundle is your solution. Personally, I can't fall asleep. And when I started using Cured a few months ago, the products have been super helpful getting me to wind down and ease into the sleep zone. I also really love their pet CBD treats. Another thing keeping me awake, the dogs. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you. You can grab Zen and CBN in the sleep bundle for an extra 20% off Cured's already discounted prices by visiting curednutrition.com slash Marnie and using the coupon code Marnie at checkout. With this extra discount, you are getting an additional 20% off the original 10% discount for all bundles. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash Marnie, M-A-R-N-I, and coupon code Marnie at checkout to save an extra 20%. Improve your sleep, improve your life. Now, back to our conversation. All right, just dropping in here to give a shout out to our partners, Athletic Greens and AG1. AG1 is an all-in-one nutritional supplement. It has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And it's super easy to use. Just add one scoop to a cup of water daily. It is my go-to for getting in the essential daily supplements that I need. And since I'm always on the move, the travel packs are definitely my favorite. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every day to take great care of yourself. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it tastes great. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Marnie on the Move. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Marnie on the Move to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, back to my conversation. And so so your first race is coming up in like May. And mm-hmm. what are you like you are you are riding on the canyon bike? Is this yes. your first year or have you been riding on it for years? No, so I've been riding on Canyon since 2017, since I went pro. What do you love about it? 
I feel like I've had a lot of time to be exceedingly comfortable on it and I love it. It's an amazing brand. They're always innovating. They're always like, obviously we're riding the best bike there is now, but they're always looking at like, they're planning five years in the head, you know, like looking at how they can improve it. Small things, big things. Um, I think at the moment, the current CFR Speedmax is um, super, you can make a lot of changes and super adaptable. The arm pads and stuff and you can really make it your own and to fit anyone well almost anyone yeah yeah which a lot of from what I've heard I mean I haven't really ridden it very many so I guess I don't really have much to compare it to but <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> I mean I think you can tell like a bike is so personal and it's everyone is different so you know if you find a brand that fits if you have a good relationship with them and you've been on that bike and it's been super successful for you, like why change? Exactly. Yeah. I'm very comfortable on it and yeah, I've worked with them closely and uh, awesome people as well. So it's yeah. very cool. And they're super supportive, right? As an athlete, like they do a lot to help you beyond just like providing you with the bike and Oh, absolutely. They're on their support, like at races, before races. I did like I won, there was in, co no, it was last, it was like two years ago. I, was, I said to them, I really need to learn how to do some stuff on my bike. Can you teach me? And the yeah. mechanic spent like two days teaching me how to do all the basics on the bike. Like what kind which of I'm still stuff? not very good at. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how to change disc brakes, how to, I literally built my whole aerod bike. So I built my By whole yourself? road bike with them. They were basically like, <laughs> telling me what to do I would love those lessons yeah it was really cool and like working in their workshop with them and yeah they really literally taught I, I you know asked super to them super basic questions and mm -hmm. they taught me through it all so that was really cool that's awesome that's good to know because I love the bikes they're so beautifully designed and it's you know I every time I see someone on a canyon I'm like I want to get on one of those bikes like they look nice but I'm so tiny that <laughs> like I'm going to eventually put it together <laughs> definitely I'm so tiny that I hope it fits me I'm like five one but I have long legs so I'm off I think I'm optimistic for you yeah talk to me about HEP I like your sweatshirt it's so cool oh thank you um so HEP is my yeah it's one of my main sponsors they are a solar power company and they have um and also solar investments so you kind of like renewable investments basically um so yeah they have a load of projects solar panel parks if you like around the world um based in germany japan a couple in the us now i believe and the uk mainly and they provide electricity through solar power uh through panels and they also have a investment scheme where you can invest in different funds that's cool so it's kind of aligned with your yeah. original mission of like helping the yeah. environment it's really cool yeah I was like very happy to um yeah to work with them because exactly it felt like everything was kind of coming together from my previous life if you like to the current one that's yeah. kind of cool. I noticed that they were working with a lot of triathletes. I think it's really cool that they're like involved in the space. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's cool. They've got like a whole team of us that um, they've kind of put together. So yeah. Now, are you doing any other kinds of sports besides triathlon? Like do you do gravel or I mean, not that you have any time, but I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd love to be able to say I'm a great mountain biker. I mountain bike. I am by no means a good mountain biker, but I do enjoy like in the winter going off road and doing probably gravel level trails on my mountain bike. <laughs> That's where we're at with it. Um, no, I really enjoy that. In I did used to really enjoy wakeboarding, bizarrely. Yeah. Yeah, but then then I was on a boat once and someone was telling me about all the knee injuries that they'd had since wakeboarding and I didn't I've never done it since. Like, I'm done with this sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Professional sport kind of makes you like when you're an athlete and I don't know, I guess I've had a fair few injuries now as well in my old age. And I think it makes you so appreciative. And you realize like how reliant you are on your body. And if one thing goes wrong, everything's a bit screwed up. Yep. So if you can mitigate the risk, mitigate it kind of thing. Totally get that. I was actually doing this race like a couple weeks ago. It was an, at night on the streets of New York City, unsanctioned. And I thought about it for like a minute. It was with Hoka. And I was like, is this stupid? And I was like, yeah, it's stupid, but it looks cool. And I'm going to do it anyway. And so... I, of course, like, thought I could, like, jump over a fence, just a mini fence, yeah. like, low to the ground, um, ankle level. It was like a baby sounds like hurdle. Something I would do. And I, like, <laughs> lift one leg, trip, land, stand up, and all these people were like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm totally fine. Kept running. And I was like, I am fucked. Like, tomorrow, this is going to hurt so bad. That was, like, a month ago, and it, I think I, like, ripped the muscle between my glute and my hamstring. I'm still running oh. on it. And this is, I think, a result of like, don't do stupid things because you're doing great in your like training. Yeah, I feel like recently I've been bouncing like from like one thing to another. I'm just like, Imogen, don't do anything stupid, please. Yeah, like you can't and... play tennis. Like you can't twist your no. knee, nothing. Like when this is, yeah. Yeah, even doing laundry sometimes is yeah. high risk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're like we have some similar oh, I tell my boyfriend he doesn't think so <laughs> yeah it's not high risk you could get hit right in the head with the laundry the dryer or something anything could happen <laughs> anything so funny. I see speaking of Hoka I see you're, you're running in the rocket x2s or you were yeah. recently on Instagram what do you think do you love them yeah oh I love them yeah for me they're really awesome because I had tried the Nike squishy ones yes and they were just like I don't have the ankle or hip stability mm. to run in those and you see so many people like running and god knows what's happening to their ankles and you yeah. just think what's happening to their hips yes. and as someone who's suffered with bad hips and yeah had a whole host of like operations and what have you like I need a shoe that is stable enough but fast and for me that's the Hoka shoe it like marries those two components perfectly yeah I could see that I don't feel like I have very loose ankles as well when I and when I run yeah. I'm easily like I could easily like I told you I trip easily trip I like the bounce but I also need something solid like not too all over the place yeah so I it's not yeah. too high yeah so you're gonna race in those this year or do you think yeah so I raced in St. George in them yeah and St. George last year it was like a really like we ran through a golf course and God knows what. Um, yeah, it was really like 
windy and I was a bit like oh these shoes but they held up they were perfect like my ankles are fine so yeah. I was really happy with that but yeah for sure like first race I just received the new colorway as well in the coat so I'm very excited to try those out I think they'll go really well with my race suit how so, often yeah. how often <laughs> do you change out your shoes like do you have like a certain mileage that you're running I kind of get yes I am very scientific with my shoe change out scheme no I have like good runs in them and then when I stop having if I have a bad run then I'm like right I think I'm done with those (laughs) and I blame my bad run purely on my shoes no that's not fair no no it's definitely how you would never not win like it's totally the shoes no it's not it's definitely my legs but I kind of change them out I can just kind of feel like they're not as springy they're not as um it's not necessarily set mileage but like you just don't feel like they've got that same fluidity almost yeah. and I'm like oh and then I think about how many miles I've done and I'm like oh that would be why and then yeah. they get retired I feel yeah you can, can you not like you can tell when you like mold too easily into them and then you're like oh they're too molded to my feet yeah, almost you do a lot of running I mean you're constantly I mean what's your max weekly mileage yeah like at the moment I'm running like 50 60k a week so oh, nothing wow. crazy yeah but like into races I'd be aiming a bit higher more like 70 ish for 70. nothing crazy not for a full Ironman I haven't done honestly I haven't done like I haven't been able to do a full Ironman like a proper build in like two years wow because of your hip yeah so I tore the labrum and then oh. I had to have like, yeah, I, but I didn't like, it didn't get diagnosed for two years. So I oh, just wow. had like a host of issues like shin splints. And at one point they thought I had a stress fracture in my hip, in my femur. Um, so I had an MRI scan, still didn't get diagnosed. And then eventually um, this, I sent the MRI, I was like building towards St. George last year and I, I just couldn't string together the sessions because I spend as much time foam rolling as I was on the bike yeah and I was like okay this isn't normal at this point and so I sent them to a hip specialist and I think like 10 days later I had the operation so yeah so you've been like sort of slowly building back are you feeling good now yeah so um so I had that surgery uh and they like resected the quite a lump of bone yep. my femur yep. it was like the impingement um so I was like I had like crutches no running for three months and then like slowly built it up and then I started racing again in August I did Godinia and so I, I was like good I felt good racing but my like my endurance on the run wasn't quite there and then when I yeah I just kind of had to be like "Mm." and then if I did too much I was like felt a bit unstable still so towards the end of the season I had hoped to do like a full Ironman at the end of the season and I was just like there's no way like I'm 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 not like strong enough so I started working with a strength and conditioning coach over the winter just to kind of solidify everything that's smart yeah who's your coach now for triathlon oh so my my triathlon coach is a swiss coach called reto brandley is this coach new or so i've been with him since uh 2020 what year did covid happen in 21 2020 the beginning of the year i've been with march i don't know okay so i've been with him since the end of 2020 okay um 
Uh, oh my gosh, that's how like that's how long it's been. No, Ooh. I was thinking about because I, I was thinking about how long like COVID basically, even though it was like a holding pattern for like two years. Like I'm, I yeah. feel like I'm just getting back getting to like started training. again. Yeah, right? it feels like a dead spot, right? Been a long road since then. But yes, so I've been with him, and then I started working with Erin Carson uh, for strength and conditioning last year yeah uh I've been doing her month her either it's like a Monday or Friday it's a Monday morning Monday mobility yes yeah it's good right I love it yeah I mean it's been helping me with my injury in between my glute and hamstring so I've been like rolling on the foam roller and just trying to like open up my hip flexors it's been I never really thought great. I'd yeah I never thought I'd enjoy the foam roller so much but there we are yeah it's, she's <laughs> great she's great so that's so that's yeah. good so you're training with her as well Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what do you do when you're not training? What are you into? What are you watching anything on Netflix? Have you been like watching any show or not Netflix? It could be any any like channel or anything. Uh, yeah, I watch a bit of Netflix. Uh, a few movies here and there. I've watched a really good. Oh, the the I watched this one, a very Irish one, uh, Normal People. I'd read the book and then I saw it, and then I heard. I only just found out that it was also a series and I was like oh and watched that and it was like it was magnificently translated into into a series so I really enjoyed that but it's very like it's only available on like BBC iPlayer or something so oh really very niche I don't know it it's very good very powerful like uh use of like human emotion I thought it was quite interesting interesting what do you love about the sport it's cool how it like unites people. I think I think any sport that can like bring people together in such a positive way is pretty awesome. I'd say like that's kind of like from a holistic point of view. Like for me, the reason I got into it was because of friends. And now like it seems that most of my friends are in the sport. And actually a lot of my friends from not within the sport are now doing the sport, which is kind of funny. Like <laughs> Uh, as fun for fun and stuff so that's pretty cool so yeah I think that's pretty awesome for me personally I'd say I love always being able to challenge myself and I think like there's no such thing as been very few like perfect displays or like someone's been like wholly happy with every single aspect of their race and I think that's like that's why it stays interesting is because you're always looking to like perfect something and obviously because it's three sports it's like okay maybe you nailed the bike and run but oh oh no my swim was terrible and you're back to the pool and like doing extra k's and I think that's kind of like to to me it's like a very personal challenging of myself every race every every session almost as well like every day it's like yeah and I've guessed recently it feels like there have been quite a few things like thrown at me like oh my God, how am I ever going to get over this? And then you get through it somehow or other and you're like, oh, wow. And then things like start going a bit better again and you just like realize that you are able to. If you overcome one challenge, you can overcome the next one. It kind of gives you yeah. like what you're saying. Although I do hope they stop coming quite so regularly. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it, isn't it nice? It's I kind of always say, and I'm not doom and gloom. I just always feel like, you know, expect that, everything can fall apart and then when everything yeah. goes well it's beautiful it's awesome yeah it's like a great yeah. surprise because you're prepared yeah. for like things to happen then they don't always happen and you just so you're happy 
Exactly. I feel like I that for this, everything. Yeah. It's a backward optimism, but yes, I agree. Yeah, totally. Do you have a preferred sport within the sports, like a preferred leg of triathlon besides transition? This is a question I get asked a lot and I wish there was one, but they're really like, actually, I'm really glad there isn't because it changes all the time. Like one week I'll be like, oh my God, I will never want to get into a swimming pool again. And then the next week I'm like, I love this sport. This is the best ever. Um, And then one week I will not want to look at my trainers and then the next week I'm loving it. And I think that's almost the best part is that like it's all always evolving and we can choose and pick and choose. And (laughs) it's not just if things are going really horribly wrong in one, you can just take a step back and be like, okay, that's fine. Other things are good. And then go back to it. You know, I I get that. I like the sport for similar reasons is that like it's kind of like something it's always different, you know. You're never really doing the same thing and like no experience is the same. So it's always adventuresome. Yeah, it does. uh, I get also like massively influenced by where I am. So like if I'm in a certain place where maybe the roads are amazing for cycling, then I'll obviously prefer to ride my bike more and like that's more enjoyable at that time. Um, Or if, yeah, I've a swim group or people or good trails to run on, then I love that, you know, it varies a bit with that as well I find but yeah and you're in Spain you said you're in in Barcelona right now uh no so at the moment I am in Spain but I'm in Mallorca so are you going to head over to Girona and train or you're training that's where you're are you in like a training camp or a block right now uh no so yeah I'm on camp in well on camp my boyfriend lives in Mallorca so I'm here in Mallorca visiting and staying with him and yeah it's a pretty cool place a bit of a cyclist haven it seems um but yeah no I heard that Girona was so I don't know that's where a lot of people train too yeah the Girona's got quite a big like pro scene I think and male and perhaps less so but I don't I don't necessarily mind that I'm pretty easy going really <laughs> so where you, where's your home base yeah it's kind of like half here in Spain and then half in Switzerland in the mountains nice Nice. That's so awesome. Well, I'm, I'm psyched to get to know you a little bit on the podcast. This was fun. Yeah, lovely to meet you. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com. For more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com, and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out. <laughs>